and gentlemen, welcome to the Hungry Bear Podcast. I am your host, Ben Harrison, the Bearson. With me always is my co-host, Ryan Baby Bear Jonas. Y'all, we have some very special guests here in the Bears Den with us today. Um, the first one, we know him as a decorated head chef. He loves movies, especially those Star Wars ones. We know him as D-Law. It is David Sanderlin. What up, what up? I hope you guys are hungry, Mr. Bear. I'm bringing the brain food. And our second guest, wait a minute, why is he let in here? Jonas, what the heck, man? Like, you're not supposed to be... I guess guess he's back, guys. You feed him once, he just keeps on coming back. He's our friendly neighborhood park ranger, William Keller Doggett. Hey, I've got my pancakes and my hot takes. Let's do this. We have some very exciting uh, trailers to talk about tonight. Uh, We have three hot new trailers that just dropped in the last couple weeks. We also have a very special segment towards the end. We might even get into Barrison's rant of the week at the end of this podcast. But what am I doing? I'm wasting time. Let's go ahead and do this. Y'all, breakfast is ready. Like is amazing. No, it's Dwight was wrong. Okay, guys. Guys, welcome to episode number two. Welcome to the Better Bearness Bureau. <laughs> episode two of the Hungry Bear Podcast. Bearness Bureau. This is going to be a yeah, fun. I'm excited for this one. That's my one exciting for the night. No more saying exciting. That's kind of Hey, ridiculous. we're just excited people. We're just excited people. Um, but yeah, so today's um, podcast, we're going to be talking about some more new trailers. Um, hey, that was a... Uh, before we get into it, how was Valentine's Day? It's very sad. Lonely. Very sad. I, I did this. <laughs> I did this I one alone in my own den. I did this watching Valentine's, movie trailers. I did this Valentine's Day Han style solo. Nice. Oh, there the it reference is. To the last podcast. There's the Star Wars wow. reference. I spent um, uh, half the day on on uh, the phone with one eight hundred flowers trying to cancel an order. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> I went to Edible Arrangements and got something for here. Uh-oh. Oh, and you, really? Did you eat it yourself? Wait, I haven't no, seen I, it No, yeah, instead of getting it to go, I got it for there. <laughs> in the can I have a sit-down for in-house well, spot hey, where you can eat there? Let's do this real quick, because no one knows one of our guests here. It's, it's D-Law. The, the yeah. chief Every, chef here. Everyone knows D-Law. Everybody. Uh, well, some people, people back home, I know my family has no... Well, no, my family, no, my, they've met you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I brought you back home for... My, oh, yeah. my Met family, you have... <laughs> I mean, with him around, we will not go Hungry Bears. Yeah, we, we would not, not be a Hungry Bears. Bear podcast. There's a reason why on the Hungry Bear podcast you bring a chef. Because yeah, you got to be... Chief chef here. Chief chef. Sure. D-Law, do you have anything interesting? You just, just give me something about your life. Give me one good trait. Oh, not trait. What do you have things. going for you okay, right now? Okay, here we go. The bare necessities. We're going to play two truths and a lie right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> go for one, it. One, I was born missing eight teeth. True. Every time I've seen your face. I broke my arm on a ceiling fan when I was eight years old. Okay. Wait, were, I, wait you were on the ceiling <laughs> fan or the ceiling fan the broke fe- your arm? The ceiling fan attacked I, you. Or did you attack you it? I'm leaving that open to interpretation. And I only have nine toes. Okay, so no, it's not the toes. It can't be. There's, we've, we've def- worked, every baby's born with a full set of teeth, so we've worked together. For, oh my gosh! Well, coming from, hey, coming from the dentist, so he was missing eight means oh man, I, I feel like that one's got to be true. Okay, for I've been we've been working. We've been working for four years now, and I didn't know like if I if you only had like nine toes, I would know by now. So I know it's not that one. How many times are you looking at his toes? That's yeah. a good question. Why would I drop that in there if it was hey, so Hey, he never wears sandals. Hey, we I've seen you in the shower True. before. It's okay. He's wearing Whoa. tennis shoes right now. <laughs> and very long socks. Okay, you guys have any guesses? Okay, so the toes is the lie, right? It's got to be. Right, Sandy? If, listen, if he it's, only has nine toes, I'm going to flip out on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got all my toes, but not all my teeth. Wow. No, really? Really? Crazy. Hey, I, I have a question Sweet. before we get started. Okay, go ahead. And maybe this could be a weekly question. Um, I'm not as much a guest anymore as I am an intern, I guess. Yeah. So I'll take a liberty here. Um, the, the intern from the Forest Service. Do you prefer waffles, pancakes, or French toast? And there is a correct answer. Oh, there's a correct answer. Do they need answer. to be gluten-free? <laughs> okay. So not all waffles are made equal. Good point. Fair if enough. you're making a true Belgian-style waffle and you're folding in whipped egg whites into the mixture, that's like Christmas Day for my family. Wow. But Okay, that's fair. 
My Christmas I gotta go with nine times out of ten, French toast has elements Ugh. to it. The other ones cannot bring to the table. Wrong. Unless you just put cinnamon on your Belgian waffle. Didn't even mention pancakes. No, not no. no pancakes, pancakes are out, dude. That for me was surviving hey, college. That is well, it's good having you on, on the show podcast. here, David. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's been great. You're no. asking the chef's perspective. You guys can take your thoughts to the dumpster Uh-oh. with the other bear <laughs> okay. food. Hey, come on. But for well, here, we're, we're entitled nice. to our own opinions. Okay, That's let's why, learning. We're learning. That's okay. why we like you on the show. So we'll keep you on the show for this time. But let's go ahead and move on just because. Where, where are we going here? We have a short what, time. What's our first here. stop? Our first stop is to hot off the griddle. Ooh. Flip. That I'm gonna Caliente. in post. I'm gonna put something that goes, and then you hear it flip. Ugh. So just get excited. For wow. That. So how do you how do you hear something flip? <laughs> It'll happen. But anyways, guys, this is hot off the griddle. There it this is. is our segment where we talk about hot new trailers that just dropped. Hey, griddle, griddle. We have three <laughs> of them that I really want to talk about tonight. And um, Keller, can you give us the rundown of trailers, Mister Intern? Well, first we're gonna talk about Incredibles two. Yes. Ooh. Get excited. Um, oh, that's number two. That's exciting. Sorry. I said it again. That sounds incredible. Um, incredible. I am so thrilled for this. Incredible. Monsieur Incredible. Incredibles 2. We're going to talk Mission Impossible 6. Okay. Six. Oh, Tom Cruise. And um, Siete. I, mean, I would say we're talking about one more movie that I don't, a I don't lot of people don't know about. We're talking about. We're talking about Quiet Place. You gotta be quiet about this it's a movie that It's a movie that we just saw a trailer of not too long ago. I'm excited. And I'm oh, there's the fourth excited. No, you, I'm, we're I'm mixed feelings. Oh, you're gonna count mine? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna look up synonyms. We are excited. thrilled for this. <laughs> we are thrilled for this movie. But so first off, let's talk about Incredibles. We're gonna go around um, first initial reaction in the sense of. You heard that the the second one's finally coming out. It's been what eleven years? Is that what of or fourteen years? It's about time. It's been two thousand four. Okay, so like fourteen the first years one came out since the first one. So when you guys heard, I'm gonna ask D Law this because he's our guest. Mm. D Law, when you first heard about the Incredibles, what was your first? I mean, have you seen the first one? I'm oh, assuming. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, so good, right? Such a good childhood. Film. This film, uh, the Incredibles two movie, has been too long in the making, um, and I really hope that all the time and effort on the director's part and writer's part will pay off. Because um, there's a lot of hype. Like they've kind of put themselves in a spot where we're expecting a lot. We've had a lot of time to reminisce on that first one, which yeah. was really good. And I've seen a lot of sequels just be thrown in the trash. So I've got high hopes for them based on the first one, but I wish they'd. Made it happen sooner. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll go and I'll say that I, this is one movie that um, I know we were talking about this the other day um, as a group of guys. We were, were discussing this. I, I feel like this is one movie that I can like really relate back to my past. I know that's weird. There's to There's so say. much nostalgia Boy. built into it. But yeah, like when when Toy Story two or Toy Story <sighs> three came out was another movie I was excited about. There's been a couple of other Pixar movies that have been out that I haven't been. I guess as excited for, but this is one that, you know, it's kind of like the last movie of my childhood, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like we grew up and hey, saw adult movies no. or yeah, grown I'm still up a child, maturity level, but uh, but it was one that yeah, I'm I'm really really happy in, in that they're finally doing a second one. There was a time when I didn't think it was ever going to happen, um, but what I've heard. Well, how many times what? did we hear? Oh, they're gonna make a second one, and it never. Oh, it had. I, mean, I, I just happened. I lost faith. Faith yeah, almost. Exactly. That it's just never gonna happen. Exactly. I mean, in the in the in the fourteen years, I mean, yeah, it's a long time. And the crazy thing too to talk about it is it's the exact. You have the information, Jonas, in it's, front of you. It's the exact same cast. I'm assuming yes, no one's same voices. And I, I, what I really enjoy is that it's also just. I mean, minutes. After the first one ended, and when so, the Undertaker comes, yeah, and it's almost oh, Underminer. Wait, I'm the Underminer. They're going to undertake the Underminer. What's oh, Undertaker nice. from? He's a, a wrestler. Oh yeah, sorry. I was like, wait, wrestler, brother, WWE, <laughs> wrestler, the Undertaker. Okay, so you said it's a couple minutes afterwards. Yeah, and um, so it's, and so I mean, none of these, none of the kids, none of the Dash, anyone has aged, and. 
I, I, I'm, so it's right I like off. that. Well, that how, you're not going to be guessing and having to fill in a gap time period of, like, what happened? How are you having the same... Here, here's my wonder. How are you having the same voices for the kids? These, these people have to have gone through puberty by now. I mean, well, 14 years I later. think, I don't know, and you can correct me if on this, but I think the kids' voices were Originally adults. by adults? Yeah. That's talent. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's talent. Well, I, I mean, mean, you see that a lot in, in like rug rats. I could yeah. never voice a child. No, we know that. I could. I am a child, and I don't even My voice like is like a child, I and I look like a child. Okay. Still don't have yeah. any facial hair, so. A respectable child. <laughs> respectable I, well, child. I mean, I will say, like Jonas, I lost faith that they were going to make a second one. But this was my, fir- or this was my favorite um, Pixar movie as a kid. How old were you when you saw it? I don't know. It had to be... 2004 when it came out. Yeah, I was going to say seven. So you were just, like, born a couple years before that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was seven or eight. Wow, so this is, I mean, monumental. But, you know, with the mind For of, you. I would say, yeah. too, I think this is one of those movies that was the first, um, what, well, we were 11. So it was one of those first movies that, like, I could fully understand... Like no, like, I'm just saying. You like cognizant, or you were no, I mean, but, like, yeah, as, you, like you could pay attention through the whole time. Like my attention span lasted long enough for a full length movie. I can't tell you how many like Space Jam oh, I would man. watch as a kid, and yeah. then I mean my that attention came out the cut year out halfway. I was born. Can you imagine? Oh, think about how many wow. movies, how many movies <laughs> we've watched now as a, I guess we are adults uh, we that are we've adults. like watched old. Um, kids' movies and be like, man, they had so well, much yeah, for the adults. That's my thing is Incredibles. Yeah. It holds up, you know, even yeah. now. So I hope that, I don't know, I hope that Pixar doesn't make it too much of a kids' movie. That, okay. that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It can be a kids' <sighs> movie, but also, you know, that's what Pixar was so good at um, in the past is yeah. kids' movies that adults enjoyed yeah. or that, that still had good, you know, quality plot. Well, yeah. let me add something to the pot here. Basically, what do we know about this guy? He's been writing and directing. It's Brad Bird who did the first one. What he's also done? the voice of Edna Mode. He also is a great nice. voice actor. Yeah. So, like, what Incredible. has he done in the meantime, right? He's been doing Jurassic World. He was a part Uh-oh. of that film. The screenplay. And Uh-oh. he about that. freaking directed Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. So... I feel huh. like he's still into the adult genre. He's all into sequels. Man, you're just trying to tie yeah. in the next one. Nice, dude. <laughs> tie in the next. One thing I see very relevant, it's almost even a, a mirror image of the first one where you have Parr, Bob Parr, trying to get back into the superhero world. But it seems like still have the underlying, like, okay, superheroes are illegal. I mean, they literally say that in the trailer. But instead of Bob sneaking away and being a superhero while... You have Elastigirl at home mm-hmm. taking care of the kids. It's reversed. It's, and I it's feel like that's, opposite. it's, and I feel like that's just going kind of with society today. Yeah. Oh gosh, don't even get me started. It's, that's, we're going to have to save I mean, a rant. Let's to the get it started. And because, I mean, in the, the trailer, all you see is Bob having but such he, a troubled time at home taking care of kids. Yeah. And obviously, you have Jack Jack gaining powers yeah. and, they are, and they struggles are of that. They are milking the Jack Jack fan love. Which I oh, think I'm, is, is I'm jumping on board. Well, yeah, I, because I like, love it. I mean, that was like the last yeah. five minutes is when they found out they had power because they well, didn't think he had it. That was totally wicked. That was wicked. <laughs> um, so you, you think that's going to affect anything, Jonas? I mean, you bring it up. I know you had, <clears throat> when we watched together, that was one thing that you were talking about you were worried about was, are they trying to play too much with the times? Are they are they going to lose focus? Which I don't think they will. It's I Pixar. Think, Pixar's always had an yeah. underlining tone of all their movies. Yeah. This is something that I see, but I also think it's going to play more into Bob's part, and it's going to show yeah. the stay-at-home dad and the struggle that is that and just being a stay-at-home parent. And But that's but, also going to like eat him up. But not only a stay-at-home parent, but one who is an actual superhero as well. Yeah. And he's not getting hey, the attention. All stay-at-home parents are superheroes. Man. Boom. Preach. Gotcha. Just got gotcha. Gotcha. One hundred and twenty-five percent more followers because of that. Good job, bud. You're welcome. So, I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm. I think it's going to be great. What is it? When? What does it come out? Uh, Incredibles two is supposed to come out June fifteenth. So we've had we've had what we've had a teaser ta- trailer that came out. I think at the beginning of the year. We had an Olympic trailer yeah. a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. And then we had, and now we have a full number two. So do you think they're going to do one more trailer 
before would, they come out because June's so. not too far away. But I feel like all of them have been pretty soft releases. Like they haven't been pushing them, which I'm glad because I think I think the more they can kind of keep the story to themselves, I think they're not gonna. Yeah, they won't ruin well, it as much. My question for y'all, and maybe we can do this in our pancake ratings. Um, Ooh, I'm excited to eat up some pancakes. Are are you expecting a lot? Because it sounds like we're all looking forward to it and glad they're doing it, but. Do you expect it to be on par with the original Incredibles? Yeah, I think there's... And uh, will you be upset if it's not? I will be upset mainly because it's been 14 years. You've had 14 years to figure this out. But it's not Star Wars. You can't hold it to... Yeah, but it's different. But it's... When did... It's not as... I don't... I I won't put it as the... I mean, as, as expected, as like a Star Wars thing. But still, I mean, this is a movie that people have been wanting for 14 years. And unlike... Unlike a Nemo, like the funny, like the funny Dory, I, I don't think that it. that excitement hasn't been as crazy. I feel like this is is the same excitement as Toy Story three. When Toy Story three came out, it was a big deal, and they crushed it with two, uh, Toy Story three. They came out, and Toy Story three cry? came out fifteen years after Toy Story one. I cried so hard. Oh, oh we yeah. All did. I mean, the, oh, I'm not I didn't even going to see the movie I wanna, and I cried. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's is that, fantastic. Is that what you were crying about yesterday on Valentine's Day? That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Toy Story. Yeah, that was, uh, it was definitely Toy Story. <laughs> so, pancakes. We're doing pancakes right now? Ooh. Anything else? Do you have anything else you guys want to add before Closing we move thoughts? on? Because this is a big movie right now. I mean, it's a big thing. Anybody, anybody nervous, I guess, about it? I know you just asked oh, this yeah. question, but, like, I know I, I was, like, the only one to answer it. So do you guys have anything about it? Like, expectations? You think it's going to be... You know, I'm not... I'm, I'm excited for Samuel Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm not bothered by the political components to it. I think there's a lot they could bring to it. But what bothers me in kids' movies is when a political agenda overrides just a good, Great. fun story... For kids and for adults like, um, Agreed. I'm, I, yeah, I don't have a problem with the direction it looks like they're going with it. But what I want is just a really fun movie that you can watch with the whole family, um, with just with great moments, and that's not overridden by any messages they're trying to bring to it. That's great. Nice. I like. Okay, I, I can hop on that board. Okay, yeah, I can surf ditto. that wave. Ditto. Get so pitted. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Okay, so D Law, this is what we do here in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, at this moment, we have a pancake rating. I know you like French toast. Hey, um, I can get down but, with pancakes. But this or is the pancake rating. Via, via so, how we're going to do this tonight is we're going to have pancakes. Keller start, we're going to have Jonas do it, I'm going to do it, and then you, since you're a special guest, you go last. So, how we do it is out of 10 pancakes, you can rate this on this is just purely on excitement. And um, like expectations coming in, what do you feel? Are you um, gonna like it or not? So, Keller, why don't you kick us off on this? Okay, and after my pancake rating, yes, yeah, or after say. our pancake ratings, let's uh, say which Incredibles character or superhero we, oh, are, yeah. we relate most with. Um, yes, Eddie I I expect I expect a lot. Because they took 14 years, they better get it right. Yeah. Um, Fair. I'm going to go eight. That's a four to five expectation, four to five excitement. Um, and I'm most excited for Frozone. Yes. My favorite part of that movie. Where's my super suit? Where is my super suit? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. For me... Even <laughs> with sorry. the... Uh, I'm just trying to direct you, and I just heard myself go, okay, it's your turn. <laughs> come on, go, go, go. Hey, come, Clear. Go. Okay, go, go uh, So even with, I guess, the expectations I was saying about the whole dynamic, the marriage dynamic, I'm super excited about this movie. I'm giving a full 9.5. I think I'm going to laugh. Oh, I'm really? going to cry. There's going to be some awesome scenes, and I... I'm, th- I'm just. You're thrilled. Are you're you excited? Planning thrilled. on crying. Are you excited yes. for this? I'm, I'm, I'm exuberant. Wow, nice. Ew, yeah. Good words. Hey yo. Okay, I would say. Um, oh, uh, hold on. Go ahead. The character I most relate with oh. definitely is Dash. I knew it. Dash, you are Dash. 
for yeah. sure. Just trying to run somewhere and just no direction. Yeah, just keep <laughs> running away from <laughs> problems. Just you're always chasing yeah. the trash can, trash truck, and you just don't know what to do when you yeah. get there. <laughs> So that's not... <laughs> okay, it's oh I'll say, okay, so I'm excited <laughs> for this. Um, it was, I think, First Incredibles was a really good movie that um, I really enjoyed in my childhood. Um, so because of that, I am going to say an 8.5 of excitement. Um, and just overall, just um, my expectations for this, like you said, Keller, 14 years, they should have enough time to do this well. Um, and so, like I said, 8 out of 5. And my character... I'm, I don't even... I just forgot his name. Who's the dad? Just say... Mr. Incredible. Mr. Incredible. Bob Parr. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob. I would say that Bob I'm a lot like Mr. Incredible, only because when I was a kid, being a chubbier guy and watching him do the whole workout <laughs> sequence with the trains, I was like, I could be me, but I'm not a superhero. Bringing yeah. home the bacon. <laughs> Bringing home the bacon. So, I am Mr. Incredible. Okay, D-Lo. All right. I'm going to start with a caveat that... This rating might not sound very friendly, but hey, it's they're optimistic. pretty liberal. They're pretty liberal with yeah. their pancakes. Okay, so I'm gonna. Be. I mean, this Ooh. is an optimistic one for me that I'm gonna give it a solid six pancakes. Okay, because Pixar's sequels have been hit or miss. You know, I was not the biggest Cars three fan, <laughs> and but. But, <laughs> I'm going to spit my coffee out <laughs> all over the place because I didn't even think about that. But these people yeah. are so clever, and this relates to our favorite characters. Like you think about how they did it, and how each character, their powers relate to what they're going through and how Violet, like, feels invisible so she can go invisible. And she, like, pushes people away, and she has the superpower to push people away. Jack-Jack is this, like, we don't know what's going to be, like, what he, what is he going to be? This question that families are asking um, of their siblings and their parents and their children. Um, these are clever writers, and they're all coming back to the table. Mm-hmm. And they've had a lot of time. That being said, the character I'm most excited to see is Edna because she yes. is the most you're oh, the Edna gadget you. bringer. She's the one who <laughs> like, they're not even at their full potential until they get time with her. It's just like in all the James Bond films, like the part that I got the most excited about besides what car are they going to drive was what kind of gadgets are they going to get? No capes. No capes. Edna mode. No capes. So that's that's my opinion. There. So six, 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 six French toasts. A total an average eight out of ten pancakes. We're giving the Incredibles two here. Hey, I nailed it. Uh, yeah. That's what we're doing, right? We're trying to guess. The, yeah, yeah, we're just yeah. trying to guess the the end of it. The, the av- there was yeah. something I was going to say. You're, you're trying to be average, and you are average. Well, speaking of James Bond, uh, we're going to move right into it. The American James Bond. Yes, as I would say. Thank you, Keller. For your mission. Should you choose to accept it. Dun dun dun. Oh wait! I almost did the hang on. I almost did the excitement one. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. That's not the exact one. Yeah. Okay, Okay, guys. So that brings (laughs) us to the next one. We're gonna be talking about Mission Impossible Six, aka the Fallout. I think is the official title. Um, Yeah. So this is a movie that we just watched. Uh, I think the second trailer came out Super Bowl, so two weeks ago. Um, Wow. Um, this is something that I mind bottling. I've enjoyed the series, and like what you were saying, I would consider this the American version of James Bond. Um, everybody wants to be like Ethan Hunt. I've always wanted to. I mean, I've never heard a kid say, "I want to be like Ethan Hunt." Well, I guess I you think people grow. more want to be like Jason Bourne than Ethan Hunt. Okay, no, Jason Bond. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. Jason Bond. Jason Bond. It's a mixture of both. <laughs> but no, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think one of the reasons why I really enjoy this franchise, too, is because it was a movie that my dad really enjoyed, the first one. And so I got to see it at a young age, and I really enjoyed um, just the uh, the idea. And then watching, because it was an older one, kind of like James Bond, I mean, the first one came out in 94, I believe, or 95, something like that. And seeing from that first 96. one. 96. okay. So from 96 to now, seeing the progression of like these spy tactics, gadgets, all this stuff has been really fun, um, but I mean, I, so me watching this with trailer with the same actor, yeah, with the same actor Tom Cruise, who's fifty five. When, when is he gonna age? He's not. He's a Scientologist. They He's getting age. close. You know, Beck, yeah, the same. Beck looks younger than he did thirty years ago. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Doing the same thing Tom Brady is. Is Benjamin Button a Scientologist? Oh yeah. <laughs> <He> <laughs> makes, oh yeah. That's the point of that movie. I didn't see it. <laughs> 
It's the sequel Wait, to Battlefield so Earth. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is what fifty five. Yeah, Tom Cruise is fifty five oh years old. Oh my gosh. He, I guess at 55, everything falls out. And he's still 5'7". You know? <laughs> he's still 5'7". And, and he, he does can, his own stunts, doesn't he? I, okay, he does. One he thing. Does still, I mean. Yeah, he does. Were you guys, you were with me when we watched, okay, so me and Keller were sitting there, and we watched a 21-minute video oh, straight yeah. of him running in every single movie he's been in. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> a continuation. <laughs> he See, never stops. It's movies, too, <laughs> that, aren't, that aren't action movies. And he's still running. He's still See, running. I feel like that's the thing that I, I just don't like about Tom Cruise. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Mission Impossible. Like, I grew up watching the first couple ones, but I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. That, and especially, I mean, I feel like that paints a picture that any movie that I see out of it, that Tom Cruise is not in, not like, not a Mission Impossible. I just think, oh. It's just Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, he just plays that same role over and over again. Yeah, but there's he's been in a lot of good movies other than Tom Cruise. I mean, uh, Mission yeah, Impossible. Yeah, that one like Cameron Top Diaz. Gun. He's been in A Few Good Men. It's, it's been, been a been while. Pro, yeah, well, a lot of his Risky Minority Report. Minority Report. Yeah, but like. Since, I think since Minority then. Minority Report, he's, underrated. Yes, what was the What was the movie he was just in with Emily Blunt? It was Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. That one and then uh, that was Night great. and Day. Did you ever see Night and Day? Never saw Night and yeah, Day. Yeah, that's one Cameron Diaz. Oh, you just said that. Yep. You just said that. So I don't know. I'm, I think this is <laughs> one. This is one of those. This is one of those <laughs> franchises um, that it's one of those things people will say why they continue to do this over and over again. Like it's nothing different. But, but what are you going to see? Yeah, I mean, well. I here's the thing. I have a soft spot for the franchise Fast and the Furious. I want to bring that up for Tony <laughs> at Tony Petroni, who's listening Tony to our podcast. He wanted me to um, bring this up, and he hates Fast and the Furious. But this is one of those things that I I consider it's it's a series that had a first I think good movie, had a couple in the middle that were terrible, and then ever <laughs> since like the last four. They've just been getting better and better. And I don't know if that's because of the way filming is or technology. But, like, the last three Mission Impossible has been great. We've Mm -hmm. had Ghost Protocol. Protocol. And Uh, then... Do you have uh, to say the other one? Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation have been great. Zombie Nation. What was the one before that? What was the one J.J. Abrams did? The before Ghost Ghost Protocol? Yeah, because that was... Mission Impossible 3. 3. Okay, so I would say... First one was good, third one's great, and then the second one I didn't really like it only because Tom Cruise had long hair, and, it, like and I just don't like long Tom hair. Cruise. Don't care, dude. I don't like long hair, Tom Cruise. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But He's with, just trying to be taller. With uh, you, you bring up Fast and Furious. Yeah. And I am. You, I guess you can't be like somewhat passionate, but I'm passionate about Fast and Furious. I think. Like you passionately the, hate the it. Essence behind. I'm making my point. Hold on, you'll see. Okay. The essence behind, like them advertising for these movies, I, I just don't know how long you can milk. This could be the last one, or this is probably the last one of the franchise. You know? No, it's not. When you stop numbering it, you know you're just going to keep on going. <laughs> well, you're at eight, and I thought that six was going to be, for sure, the last Fast and Furious movie, yeah. and it was advertised as so. And Mission Impossible is the same way. One last ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's never the last ride. Here we go. Family. It's like the Eagles farewell tours. <laughs> they did 40 yeah. of those. It's just farewell for now. <laughs> for now. Cowboy rides away tour over yes. and over again. Uh, I, I get that, which, yeah. Which doesn't have any effect I on don't, the movie. I will say se. this. Right. I don't think... For Fast and the Furious, you're correct on that. I think they've been trying to end that and say that. Mission Impossible, though, I don't. I'd have never known a yeah, hint of maybe that. Not, it's just been an ongoing story. Much. Yeah. And they one thing I saw advertised it, but well, there's it, still this feeling that one thing I do though about this story um, has been interesting. In the last three is that he got married. Then he got back into it, and then whatever happened to his wife in the yeah, last his one. Wife's in this next. And one. now she's back. And I'm like, what is going She's on? She's back and wifier than ever. Oh my <laughs> gosh! See, I, I mean, I think a lot of these movies, and you're kind of alluding to it, they're getting better because the technology. Also, I just looked it up on Fast and Furious Eight. Their budget was 
$250 million. Did you, is it, has anybody in this room seen Fast and Furious? One of those low-budget Netflix no. films. No, 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 I don't, no. I never saw it. I quit it's after... Fate of the Eight. I quit after... Sorry. Oh, yeah. Fate, I quit of, no, after fate seven. of the Furious. I quit after Seven oh, in uh, honor of Paul, Ru- or Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Whoa. <laughs> sorry, Paul Rudd. He died? <laughs> no more Ant-Man now. <laughs> You're going to have to help me because I just love... Paul Walker. Oh Paul Walker. Gosh. Which is ironic because he never walked in the movies. <laughs> he drove oh, he everywhere he went. He drove, yeah. None of those actors need legs. <laughs> that is they true. That'd be, that'd be interesting. The legless eight. By the way, by the way, when are... I'm not sure they do. When are Fast and Furious and Mission Impossible going to follow the Marvel train and just... Just meet up in like, the middle. Yeah, merge. meet up, merge universes... Mission Impossible. You just see, you see Vin Diesel. He's like, he's like, hello, Ethan Hunt. Why don't you take a ride with me? And something like that. That's or, how Vin Diesel. Talks. I yeah. think that's how he talks. He's, it's Vin Diesel, the actor, against Ethan Hunt, the actual character. Oh, and then wow. Jason Statham comes out of nowhere, like he did in Episode Nine. Yes. It's just like, what happened? What? He is our main villain. I, I, I don't know. I. I don't know. We can go. I mean, I'll probably just say more when we get to our pancake rating. But I think overall, watching the trailer, because we're talking about trailers here, I think it's going to be an action packed movie that sure looks so. good. But it's I going to be entertaining. But I think in general, I think because I've seen some other ones, um, of the other ones, like they've had some really good twists that have made the movie good. Here's, so, all right, here's my bit on it. Okay, go. So. They have been ramping up with every single Mission Impossible movie. Like, what's at stake? If, like, if possible, they've already done the most is at stake. They've already got the whole list of all the other operatives has been exposed. It's a very common, like, all-or-nothing spy theme movie. Yeah. Like, everything is at stake. And it sounds like for this one, they're getting back to the basics, where it's a... Basically, uh, it's a Mission Gone Wrong film, which is exactly what the first one was. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out what happened. So I really like... That they're getting back to their roots. Um, and I'm hopeful for that reason. I mean, if a lot of long series do that. Long series of movies um, will eventually have a, like, back-to-center moment. Yeah. You know, the line in the trailer that stuck out to me was, you have, I don't know who I guess is, the, like seems like the villain in this, but it has, the, you know, your mission if you choose to accept it. But he goes, did you ever choose not to? The end, you, um, the end you always feared is coming. The fallout of all your good intentions. That's so I feel good. like it's and it seems like as if Ethan Hunt is that all of his good intentions that he'd be like, okay, hey, you've been able to get away with a lot of this. That to be kind of the loose cannon, you've been able to be like, they'd be like, ah, okay, yeah, that's fine. But now, yeah, I feel like am I like they're gonna start chasing Ethan Hunt now? And I, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's just kind of a story that's been told before. One last ride. By the way, I looked it up, and people are actually speculating that the villain in this movie is Divorcesaurus Rex. So, Oh, my gosh. Excited for that. Dang it. Oh, no. Okay, guys, let's let's wrap this up. Um, Keller, pancake rating, go. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of characters and maybe even say goodbye to some that we love. Um, but... All in all, <laughs> sorry, I just, sorry, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Tinky winky, <laughs> tinky winky. <laughs> Bye, Simon Pegg. But, uh, <laughs> go ahead, man. I don't want to say goodbye to Tinky Winky. Um, I I may not even did once already. I may Tilly not Tubbies even. is over, bud. <laughs> I may not even see this movie in theaters. Okay, fair. I'm not. I don't have high expectations. Um. I'm not super pumped for it. Not to say that I think it's going to be bad, but yeah. it's just, I feel like it's a pure entertainment thing. Yeah. That, so I'll say, uh, honestly, three pancakes. I'm really? not that hungry. Whoa. Not that hungry. Whoa, that's really low. Okay, Jonas. I mean, it's a, I'm not a big time. I don't I think I'm in the same boat. I don't know if I'd see these in theaters. I think it'd be a solid renter. Um, I'm going solid Ooh. five, five solid pancakes. Solid renter. That is a slap in the face. <laughs> I mean, okay. you said you gave it a no, three. I, I mean, hey, yeah, you did. I'm fifty-fifty. I'm, I'm, I'm the terminology. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna give it a um, six point five. Um, I am thoroughly excited for this. I have been 
only Clearly be excited with the 6.5. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I said excited again. Keep on counting it up, boys. You're um, just a very excited. Sorry. I am very excited. Personality. Yeah. But anyways, um, I would say that this is a movie that I know could come out of nowhere and have a really good storyline um, and just shock people because they've done it before. So that's why I get six out of five. Um, I'll go see it in theaters. It'll be, I think it'll be best watched if it's in theaters because that's what this but is made for. you think about that about every movie? No, it's best no, watch in theaters. No, are you, you going to get popcorn? I, there's a lot of dramas I would just rather see in here, but this is the kind of movie that it's better on the big screen because there's more at a big screen, and I'm all about. There is. Like, there's more just sound quality, more bigger, bigger sound. Like, there's a more of an experience, okay? Yeah. So go ahead, D Law. All right. So, I if you thought a six was optimistic for me, which it was, I'm gonna give this a seven, because wow. I love this genre of film. So this is very subjective. This is very personal, um, and you'll hear me like time and time again. I'm a details person. I go back and I look who's writing, who's directing. Those are the most important elements for me. Um, and so this is a duo, Christopher McCrary has been working with Tom Cruise. I mean, they've been doing, they've done like six movies together. Um, I feel like they're going to do what we want them to do with this movie, and mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite genres of movie. I and mean, I will see as many of these movies as come out, mm-hmm. as long as they are what we expect them to be. I mean, to one degree or another, I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to probably go see it in theaters. <clears throat> so everything is loud, big screen, there's popcorn in my hand. I'm going to love Slushy. this Slushy. As which, long as which was Tom Cruise is young. Which was your favorite? Mission Impossible movie so far. Gotta go with the original. Yeah. The original so, yeah, is I just agree. another level Thanks. of classic. But MI3 was really good. I appreciated that movie. Okay, so that is for Mission Impossible um, Fallout. It'll be coming out when? July 27th. July 27th. I hope it's good. 2018. The budget on it is $200 million. $200 million? I, I will that. be there. Yeah, just a cool twenty. Okay. No, okay. Sorry. So this last this last movie, I'm excited to talk about a little bit because I, I think all of us, it's a first thing. It's not a sequel. Um, it's a movie Ooh. that we kind of all got to see in a trailer not too long ago, and I've kind of um, being it getting to learn a little bit more of it as the trailers keep on coming out and understanding like more of like who's involved with this film and stuff. But it's the Quiet Place, and this is directed by. John Krasinski. John Krasinski, who's also in it, plus his wife, Emily Blunt, is in it. Um, He's not married to Jenna Fisher? No. What? What? Jim and Pam? Jim and Pam? Come on, Jim and Pam. It's a lie. But this is a a movie, I think... (laughs) It's a lie. Love is a lie. I think this is... I'm excited for you because... I'm excited for you. Um, I'm happy... um, I'm trying to think of something else to say. Excited! Somebody give me just, a right, thesaurus. I, just be excited. Um, give me, okay. yeah. be who you give are. me a thesaurus for excited. I need to find someone. Just be who you are. Okay, I guess I am. A this is a movie I am gen, like I am really excited about because it is a. It, I think it is the first time in a while we've seen a trailer that it's done so well in the sense of it brings a lot to the table. But we don't know what's going on. Yes, we have no adopt. We have no idea what, like, has caused these... Like, I guess it's a movie about being... Cr- those creatures, they're hunting you, and they, mm-hmm. they... I'm guessing they only go by sound. Now, I know that you like, um, not horror films, but he suspense films, films where they don't show... Like a Super you know, 8. It, it looks like one of those where they don't show the creature. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And you're you're constantly... Like I am legend. They keep you, yeah. you know, in the dark for like, the most part. Kind of like the viewer's imagination take yeah, the best exactly. of themselves. Which I think is fantastic for directors to do. And that's the sense I got Brilliant. from, from mm-hmm. this trailer. Yeah. And, and, and this is a trailer that's a, it's a new concept. I'm interested, interested to see how much of the movie they do without talking, because a lot of the trailer is them doing sign language, quietness. I like, practice over my sign language beforehand. It, this is going to be a movie that I... Um, I'm interested to see how well I don't know who's doing the soundtrack, but how well the sound is because the music is this is gonna be a movie that's gonna be run by music. Yeah, the music is composed by Marco Bellatrami. What else is oh, he really? doing? Oh, oh Marco, yeah, Marco. Yeah. Oh let yeah. Me, let me, uh, is it is he like also doing Marco's pizzas, you know? That one? Um No, nobody. He's doing <laughs> he's done like Hellboy, three ten to Yuma. Okay. Okay. Oh Hellboy. That's another Did you guys notice about. in the trailer that the like whole entire time there's a heartbeat going mm-hmm. the whole yeah. time? 
And then there's that one that. frame where she is holding up. She's got a stethoscope, and she's holding it up to her belly. She's pregnant. Um, and you hear the heartbeat even louder. But I, I'm very excited yeah. um, for that, at least that portion of this film. Ooh, well, he does a soundtrack for Live Free or Die Hard. Well, there you go. I mean, that's just a for sure win. Christmas then. music movie. Yeah. Favorite Christmas movie of oh, all okay. time. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Air Force One. I, I, we talked about this, too, in the last podcast about Jurassic World and what I've always liked about Jurassic Park and movies like um, Jurassic Park, Alien, Super, um, Super 8, some of these other movies is just the idea of helplessness and, like, watching this trailer when she's pregnant and she has to be quiet or they hunt her mm-hmm. and, like... That just seems like that's a very intense yeah. moment. I'm sure that is going to be in the in the in the film or like when you're sitting there and be like, oh my gosh, this is like just crazy. Like now, even like is I am this Legend a movie that you see in theaters or is this one yes. that you rent? You have to. This is movie. Theaters. The reason why this is a movie that I think is in um, theaters and is because of the sound quality. I love visually watching movies, but one thing I love about the big theater experience is that you can it does so much better to your senses when you can hear and mm-hmm. and being able to hear like like things like coming around you and stuff like that Especially the that's why like no watching sound. like, like surround, surround sound, sound you yeah, mean. Surround sound. yeah but surround sound in a, like in a big theater experience like it's one thing having 5.1 surround sound but having like 20 speakers and like you can hear it all all, all around you well, you can hear the millennium falcon and you can hear the Buzzing guy in front over of you, you arguing with his girlfriend. Yeah, she's <laughs> he's just yelling at her because she wants to leave, and he's like, "I like this movie," and she's like, "Oh, this is scary." We'll just like, it's like you didn't buy me popcorn. <laughs> I don't know. I had a really good segment. We're going Dutch. I had a really good thing there, and you just all ruined it. So I want you to know that. That was a good point. No, I have no idea. If your point got derailed by that, then it wasn't that good of a point. I guess I'm just not as excited as I was. Oh, God. Is someone keeping a tally of excited? Hey, we'll go back. I'm excited to hear how many times. The excitometer. We'll uh, we'll go back. Our our title is going to have to do something with excitement. I think what we're going to do is. We are excited. Your mission. The Barrison. Let's do that. Okay, go ahead. But, I mean. For this, for these types of movies, I don't normally go out of my way to see, especially in the theaters. Just I don't. I like action. I like comedy. But this one has that uniqueness. It was definitely the second trailer that got me. Where you see why I feel like the biggest question was like, why do they have to be quiet? Like, why would you ever live in a world where you had to be quiet? But then they they expound on it. Yeah. And I I think it's gonna be a great thriller and. I'm excited to see where this is going, using your words there, Dante. Thank you. <laughs> now, d I have a question for you. You said that way too many times Hit already. Um, I think this is right up your, right up your alley. Um, I feel like part of the movie is going to be, or an underlying uh, theme, is going to be can, can people function or can there be um, almost community without language? Yeah, yeah. Without, you know, this... Uh, Verbal um, expression of you know feeling and and meaning. Yeah, I love that. I think this movie is going to explore a lot of interesting ideas about just the nature of humanity um, that we are loud. I it seems I'm about to be D Law Downer here. Okay, it looks like they're gonna from a chef's perspective bite off more than they can chew. Oh, nice. um, because it looks so deep. Bazing. It looks so introspective it looks so it looks so interesting but um just judging by okay so i keep going back to the writers right the writers here are scott beck and brian woods they've got two films they always write together right they've got one called impulse that's an apocalyptic last day on earth film they've got nightlight supernatural thriller in this film they're combining them it's a supernatural post-apocalyptic thriller It's a lot. And most commentary on their last film, Nightlight, was that it was groundbreaking in its technical aspects and its ideas, but it did really poorly. So I'm wondering, they're they're beginning writers. This will be their third film, um, you know. And John, I mean, he's he's brand new at the game, too, for directing. I'm Mm -hmm. nervous. Has he done anything else? He has done a couple things, but nothing substantial. This might be his second or third, I think, that he's directing. And So I'm... I am wondering if they can pull it off. I think they you're are. Skeptical. I'm skeptical. I think you're right, Keller. They're going to be asking 
questions about the nature of humanity. Um, but can they pull it off? Can they, like, is there enough substance to the And can film? they answer can the questions? Can they, they answer bring the up? questions? Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be a big thing. Like, not only can they bring this new idea of post, post-apocalyptic world with, like, some kind of creatures, but can they answer, like, what, like, what is going to, you know, happen in the end? Which I'm excited to see that for, like, Walking Dead and some, some other of those shows of, like, how they finish those kind of shows off. Is Like, is there really an ending? Yeah, is there an ending? Or would they just, like... What's the conclusion? Is, do you think this will be a movie that will have sequels? I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't know. We'll just have to see. So, a quieter place. <laughs> a place not so quiet. <laughs> they found out. Too quiet, too place. Okay, <laughs> anyways. Oh okay, anybody goes, ain't got anything else on this? No, no, good. I have nothing but resentment Silence. for this oh, movie I guess being we, made. We need to rank it. Yeah, rank it. Pan rank it out. Pan tradition. Pan rank, rank, pan rank. I rank. Pan I see oh. the potential for this movie. Um, I almost feel like it. It should be more, or it'd be better served if it was, um, a series. Huh. Um, as opposed to just one movie, like a TV series. Yeah, like a Walking Dead. Okay, I didn't know if you meant like like a, a series of like three or. Um, but yeah, so I'll say, I. I think it has such a high ceiling. Um, I don't think it can achieve that ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that necessarily makes it bad. So I'll say I give it a. Uh, a six point five. That's good. Um, where I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it, um, but you know I don't expect it to, you know, reach its highest potential. Mm-hmm. That's good. Lots of syrup though. Two lots slices of, of butter. Lots of butter. Ooh, two slices. Yeah. Two slices butter. For me, I'm like I said. I don't normally watch these movies, at least these style movies, and I, I think it's going to be great. I'm getting a solid eight point five. Whoa. That's a lot. Oh, my. And I think, and then, I mean, going off of what you're saying, Keller, that you mean you think it would be a series, I feel like World War Z was one of those that I feel like they could have done a uh, series, but I thought it was still a great movie. But it's nothing like the book. I'm sorry. Never read the book. I had book. to throw that I in there. I can't read. I listen. To, you don't have to listen. You have to read. Listen to the audiobook. Guys, right now, if you're uh, listening who, to this. Who's it by, Dante? Or it is by uh, Max Brooks, and he grew up. Um, He's dyslexic. The son of Mel Brooks. Yeah, son of Mel Dyslexic. Brooks. He grew up dyslexic and he couldn't read, so his mom would do audiobooks. So the audiobook is one of the greatest audiobooks you'll ever listen to in your life. Sorry. Anyways, go ahead. Anything else? Plugged. You're good? 8.5 pancakes. I would say, as a person who loves thrillers, and there's so many movies out there that have tried to do this and have failed miserably, it gives me. Um, uh, a lot of anxiety in the sense of like, uh, I really want it to be good, but I don't think it will. So I'm going to go with a six um, mm. only because I think I, I'm excited for it, the general purpose and the and the idea of it. But I've seen so many of these fail and it's either going to be a hit or miss. And so that's why I say six point five or six, just six. Yeah, I'm going to just going off what I was saying earlier. I, I really don't think they're going to be able to pull this off. To the extent that it could be, um, and under the deep things that they're exploring, which is kind of a tease for me, because this is like I love um, like cerebral films. I love like psychological thrillers and stuff like that. But uh, I'm gonna give this one three pancakes, oh. and two of those are just for John Krasinski. Just two of those are just because oh, I love him. You excited for him? That's nice. I'm excited wow, so to see six, him do well, something. That's serious. really nice for Jim. Yeah, I don't, that's my sweet. that's my new character. I'm going to be wondering where pancakes. That's like my I'm new character. Like the, the cook at like, like oh, you want some pancakes with the like you want some Java juice? <laughs> you want some Java juice? <laughs> <laughs> you want some? <laughs> Can I get a waffle? Like the waitress at the diner that you love to go. She's like, hey, honey, you want some pancakes this with some syrup? Camino saber darts. Oh, the prequels. The prequels. Some of the greatest uh, Star Wars films ever made. Okay, I anyways, moving on. Okay, guys, so that is it for the hot off the griddle uh, segment, guys. Good job. Way to go. 
keep on doing it, guys. I mean, like, people are going to love this. Snake? They're going to love this driving down Okay, guys, and on Flurry, to our Flurry. next Flurry. segment. Um, we only have a couple minutes left. We're trying to hit some um, good time here. But our next segment that we're excited for, it's brand new, and it is – who wants to say it? Do you want to say it, Keller? The Hibernation Station. Sleepers of the week. Welcome. <laughs> Sleepers of the week. Like he said, guys, we're this, gonna wake the bear. This segment wow. this segment is for movies that we have seen yeah. that we are believed or we believe to be dark horses or sleepers in the sense. Movies that are, no one really knows about. Under the radar. Under the radar and that we really enjoy. And this only came up because we saw a movie the other day that we really loved. It, we watched it right before Valentine's Day where that really, really just broke the heart. Um, and this movie is on Netflix, currently streaming now. It's called When We First Met with Adam Divine. Devine. I called him Adam Bovine the other day. Bovine. I think that's a way better name. Oh, my gosh. Now, we... Except he was not me, a cow in this movie. Me, Jonas, and Keller have seen this. d you haven't, right? I have not. Oh, well, we'll sell it to you. Well, this is a good yeah, segment for you. I'm so, listening. guys, this is a movie that we saw... It we were just watching trailers one day and it came mm-hmm. up on our trailer list and we I actually never watched the trailer. Oh really? I just went in. We were I think totally blind. Well, anyways, we were watching it because I was looking for some new trailers to come out, like some good ideas for the podcast. And this came out of nowhere and it came up and we're like, oh man, really wish we could watch this. And it came out last Friday, um, yeah, February 9th. February ninth, and we went ahead and watched it. And I'll be honest with you guys, this was one like chick flick, or you would say, Kelly, you would say it was like a dude flick. I guess you would say. I yeah. said guy flick, but guy, guy flick. dude flick. I rarely have a call it dude. a bro flick. <laughs> bro flicks of the week. That'd be a good pod. That'd be a good podcast, I guess, <laughs> segment. But anyways, it was uh, it was a movie that was um, it has kind of the general chick flick theme to it, but it was something that was completely. Um, it's kinda, a rom com. It's a rom com, mm-hmm. but we. But one thing I was reading some reviews about somebody. Um, stated it pretty well. It zigged where we thought it was going to zag, so it has a pretty nice little twist to it. And it rocked where we thought it was going to roll. Exactly. <laughs> that nice one. All night. Um, part of every day. But yeah, it was a movie. I don't, I don't know if you guys have any things to say about it, but one thing I liked about it, too, is it's a very clean movie Yes. that was just general. like, it was just, you'd watch it and you just felt... Good about it. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing that was too crazy. I mean, it is a movie about a guy going back in time, which is pretty crazy. Kind of a Groundhog but it Day. Was, yeah, ish. it was fun. I mean, I really liked it because Adam Devine. He played. I mean, he's workaholics. I think he got out of his normal role. That his pigeonholed of yeah. being like a and he's still. I mean, guy. he's still a funny guy, and he doesn't get straight too far away from that. But I thought it was just a great role that he played, and I think he played it really well. How and, old is he? Oh, he is 35? 34, oh, I think. Whoa. 34. He's got some Scientology anti-aging <laughs> stuff yeah. going on. This There's is also the Scientology a young, podcast. A young Tom Cruise in it named Robbie ML. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. Said, yeah. I don't think he looks like Tom Cruise at all, but that's just Oh, me. I think he totally looks like a young I Tom mean, Cruise. I mean, call me a... Gotcha get, podcast. Call me a, gotcha podcast. a chicken with with no feet, but... I, I frequently mean, do. <laughs> 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 Anyways, guys, I would say nine toes. go see the movie. Um, I'm going to rate this movie. We're going to go ahead and do a little bit thing, a little bit different. I'm going to actually gonna rate this movie. I'll start off. Um, I'm going to rate this movie an actual like a 6.0 out of 10 pancakes. My, um, I liked it because it was a good, fun, wholehearted movie that was funny, had some um, emotion you know, emotion grabbing moments. So all in all, but I would say it was a 60, like a 60%. So six out of 10, that was my rating for the movie when we first met. You guys want to do it? Is that a passing grade? Yeah. In the movie biz, maybe not. Six out of 10. I mean, what would you say? I heard C's get degrees. So you're, you're a six. That's a D man. That's a six out of 10. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, a six would be a good. Rotten Tomatoes actually gave this movie a 45%, but viewers gave it a 96%. Yeah. But how many, how many critics is on that right now? Because last time I saw it was only like 10. Uh, Now I know that's not saying a lot, but when they get up to their 200 critics, that makes a lot more difference. Cause I feel like some people get, it's okay. So for rom coms and stuff like that, they don't they do it pretty yeah. harsh because there's it's really not like anything groundbreaking. It's not like anything special. It's just a good, funny, 
entertaining movie to watch with friends or loved one. And I totally agree with you on that. Okay, so that's it. So that for, is the. Oh, you want to go? Oh, I mean, I would like to. I was just I, gonna wrap it up and just be like this: the hibernation station. Well, I mean, I, I, it's I all like about me, be the, the only one. <laughs> I give us. This like, is about a, me now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Embarrassing biased reviews. Uh, I give it a seven. Oh, nice. Okay, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. It's a good one. Keller. Keller. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Keller. Please, please tell us. Please tell us your ratings. I, uh, I didn't expect very much at all from it, um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, so I'll give it a six out of ten. But yeah, it was a good. That's good. I mean, I will. It was a. It was an unexpected. Yeah. Um, twist, if you will. Okay. Wasn't typical rom com ending. Um. But it still was a feel good kind of punch you in the heart. Uh, just, just I sappy. Yeah, so I laughed. I'll give it a I six. cried. I sneezed. I I'll farted. give it a six. <laughs> oh my gosh! You give it a six. Yeah, six. Is that bother you? And if I say farted, everybody in the room just gave me like, oh, come on, don't uh, say that on the podcast. Anyways, uh, uh, D Law, I want to. I'm going to say, you have anything you want to say to that? No, you guys made it sound enticing. Do you, yeah, you, are you, you going like to see it. it go now? We're seducing you. Go now. Are you going to go see movie. it now? <laughs> you want to take out your girlfriend to go see it, right? Oh, yeah. I'll find Oh, wait, I'll find wait a minute. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> we'll find somebody. Okay, guys. So that's the hibernation station segment. Brought to you by NyQuil. Brought to you by NyQuil. Guys, if you want some really nice sleeps. <laughs> sleep um, like a hibernating bear. And you want to wake up feeling good. NyQuil. I feel like I still Brought wake up like a dose. <laughs> Really great Brought to you by Chloroform. Oh, Go down. <laughs> For that loved one you want. Sorry, I can't. Oh, no. Not in this, sorry. Gotcha. Hey, time's up, guys. Time's up. Okay. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Anyways, guys. The um, I was going to have a Barrison's Ranch of the Week. Um, we're kind of running out of time. I don't want to make this go on too long, so I'm going to save that for next week. Um, so you better get excited. Get excited for the Barrison's Rant of the Week. Wait, get hungry. <laughs> do all of us get Rants of the Week? I think I think we'll do or it. not of the week, every, like tri-weekly. It's the bias every, every, Yeah, every now and then I think we should do <laughs> that from now on. Everybody gets their own rant. Or maybe we I just, just put on. I'm just an intern. So. Maybe we just put on like 15-minute podcast. it'll be your turn. 15-minute podcast of each of us doing their own thing and ranting, but I have one that it's it goes along the lines of Ocean's 8, but that's all I'm going to say, so get excited. You already ranted about Ocean's 8. I, I'm just saying I'm it's completely excited. different. It's another one just like it, but I am very furious about this. So stay fast tuned. and furious about it? I'm fast. No, he's, he's, he's hateful fasting, of the eight. Fasting and furious. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm fate of the furious. Okay, guys? Um, but other than that, guys, thanks, um, y'all, for listening. Um, this has been fun. Um, I'm so excited for um, having a, a special guest, D-Law, in the group. I I want to go out and say on this on a limb. I think we should have D-Law back again and again because only because you bring really so well. good stuff to the, yeah, the table. To the proverbial table. As yeah, you say. bring more of the, the intelligent side of, like, movie critiquing. You make us less hungry. If we get enough views, let's oh, make an agreement. Oh, you're okay. Sorry. No, no, I'm saying viewing podcast. Let's say if we get a certain amount of views, on then one? I get to stay on this one. Okay. Let well, the people decide. You need to be. You need to have at least twenty thousand downloads well, for you to come back. So good this room. That's the equivalent of you telling me that you don't want me to come back. No, at this sure. rate, this room is going to be full by next week if we keep we don't even have a enough person m- every week. We don't have enough Hey, I would be honored. This has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed talking to you guys. Another closing, thoughts? Here. closing thoughts? Closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Just hearing you guys has made me think about these films and get more excited about these films. And um, I think this is a real great thing we're doing here. And I hope that the listeners have been able to decide for themselves if them or their families um, would be interested in these kind of films. Yeah. If you had one thing to say to the American public say in no. this moment, what would it be? I've got orange and blue in my veins. <laughs> War <laughs> freaking eagle. That was so oh, oh, no. Okay, one more All thing, right. too. Before we end this, I'm going to do... wasted hey, time. So I'm going to do this real quick because we did this last week to all of us, and we're going to go real fast because we're at an hour right now. But I want you to give me a movie that you're most excited for this um, this year, one that you're least excited for, and I think that... What did we do last week? 
You don't have to do all those. Just, just do those two. Those two. Give me your your most excited one and your least excited one, if you have them. Just D-Law. Just D-Law for this week. All right. I'm just going to stick to most excited for, because um, I've been pessimistic enough today. <laughs> Mute. Mute is a film by Duncan Jones that's coming Netflix. out. It's a Netflix film. It's coming out later this month. It is the sequel to, to a, a sleeper place. movie known as Moon that won like a thousand awards. This film, Moon, huh. was incredible. And it's actually, I call it a sequel. It's, it's a prequel. Um, and it's, I mean, if you haven't seen Moon, I couldn't recommend a movie more highly. It's Sam Rockwell. Um, but anyhow, I am excited out of my mind for Mute by Duncan Jones. And this is Alexander Skarsgård as the lead role, I'm pretty sure. Yes, right? I think so. Yeah, we. that was so one thing I, I wanted to talk about next week is this this trailer because I watched it not too long ago and it looks Ooh, amazing. Ooh, a cliffhanger. It looks great. I'm so excited. <laughs> we'll have okay. to check that out. And any movies that you're least excited about? Not really. I don't want to make any early calls. I've got some I'm looking at that I'm not super hopeful for but I, it's Sounds too like early to make a today. call. We've been too thoughtful today for me to just shoot from the hip here negatively so I'm going to leave it at that. Well, we are excited you've been here, D-Law. We appreciate I'm happy. you. And Jonas, why don't you just kind of take us hey, out of here? Yeah. Thanks for all for joining us. Let us know what you all think of the podcast. Tweet us. Let us know on Instagram at HungryBearPod. Also, um, tune in next week for episode three. We got a bunch of new stuff on the table for you guys. Until next time, I'm Ryan Baby Bear Jonas. The Bears are signing off. Stay hungry, my friends. Stay Guys, hungry, my friends. Also, That's you can right. you can also find me Barrison on Tinder if you need me. I am Barrison signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has been this a great, great review. <laughs> Until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs> Breakfast has been served. Good, good, good.